Man, let's thank the Lord for everybody serving us. One more time. Thank the Lord for people serving us today. They're everywhere, man. Amen. Thank you. Amen. Let's go to the Word. In a new series called Under His Wings. Say that with me. Under His Wings. Now, the early crowd, they weren't talking with me a lot. I had to get on to them. I would rather not do that to you, but I've been known to do it. If you listen, if you say things back with me, it might be odd. But we have the big screen. We have the Scripture. If you plug in like that, you'll be surprised how this will stick. And that's what we want. We want to get the Word of God into your heart, into your mind, into your heart. We want it to stick. Amen? Otherwise, just go to church and, yeah, I went to church, didn't know nothing. We don't like that. As a guy, I don't like that at all. If I went to church and I didn't learn anything, I didn't know something, I'd quit. I mean, I'll be just being honest with you. I'd find something else to do. So I don't want to do that with you. Amen? Got it? Y'all talking to me or what? Thank you. Good grief. Here we go. Under His Wings, a new series. I started last week. It was Mother's Day, and I normally don't do this. I read like two or three of these slides. I got on one scripture, and I just stayed on it the whole time. Because it was just a, it was an unusual way I looked at the Scripture. It, was just, it hit me in my office, and I wanted to share it with you. And so today we're going to pick that up, and we're going to go ahead and finish what I was planning on doing last week. I never even got to it, so it's all brand new, fresh. Let's go under his wings. Push me, Raj. Appreciate it. Get out of here. There we go. Now we're to this big chicken. See that hen right there? Either that's a hen that's deformed with a bunch of legs... And, or, it is a hen with a bunch of little babies underneath. And I believe that's what that is, don't you? What a picture of a mother. My mother was Ann Reynolds Clark Riley. And she had six kids. And that's a lot of, that's a lot of young'uns under her wings. And, uh, but God says, I want to put you under my wing. I want to take care of you. And so that's, our, that's the gist of this little series. And if you're going to get under the wings of God, you need to be a believer in Jesus Christ. It's hard to get under God's wings when you don't believe in Him. Or when He gave you His Son, and yet you choose, I'm a good person, I go to church, I give money. There's another way to get there. There's not another way to get under His wings other than Jesus Christ. Period. But as a believer in Christ... We get outside of the wings of God. We're running in the barnyard. We're making our own life. We're making the mess of our life. And we're wondering what, you know, what's going on. And so often we do all that crap out in the barnyard and we blame God. I can't believe you let this happen in the barnyard. Well, you could be right here. You could be right here under my wings. And that's the message today. God wants you Under his wings. Y'all hear me so far, yes or no? Okay, good. Good job. Well, how do you do it? Well, here's how you do it. You've got to believe God's going to bless me. I'm a Christian. I'm a believer in Christ. You must be that. But you've got to believe. I mean, a lot of Christians, that that stuff will happen. Their life is a disaster. They try to run away, run this, do that, do the other. Listen, listen, God has you. You've got to know that. You've got to believe that no matter what hell comes against me, God is blessing me. 
You might say, well, Clark, why do you talk like that? Because it's the truth. God is good to me. You've got to believe that. That's the message today. That's how you stay under those wings, baby. This is where I need to be. Y'all hear me? Am I making too plain a sense this morning? So believe God blesses. Say that with me. Believe God blesses. And say this with me right there, pretty loud. God is One thing will take you from under those wings. I'm not talking about you going to hell. Believer in Christ. But you can get discouraged. And that's part of, that's part of life that happens. What are you going to do? I'm going to believe God's going to bless me. I'm going to believe God is good even though somebody won't good to me. Or a certain situation wasn't good. Or my government and country looks like it's going to hell. God is good. You hear me or not? This is huge. You might say, Clark, where you come up with this stuff? You about to find out. I can't make this up. This is powerful. What we're talking about today will keep you from shooting yourself or sticking yourself with drugs. But just screwing your life up royally when you're under his wings. But there's something you need to do. Okay? You got what do I need to do, Clark? Well, I've already told you. You gotta believe God blesses. And you gotta believe God is good. So we're already we're we're three quarters of the way home in this message, if you'll if you'll believe that. We started this series with this scripture. Unusual scripture. I'd never seen it like this before. But I was looking Scripture, thinking about Mother's Day, and it just sort of hit me in my office. I love it when I get hit in my office. And uh, it was good. I loved it. The Pharisees came to Jesus. He was healing people in Jerusalem, and they threatened him. They said, Herod's going to kill you. Get out of here. And Jesus said, hold the phone. I'm going to heal today. I'm going to do what I did yesterday. I'm going to do it again tomorrow. I'm going to do it the next day. You understand? And he said, you tell that old fox, Herod, what I just said. Jesus came to give his life a ransom for many. He didn't come to save his life. That's why he was bold like he was. He could talk like he was. He was doing. But he said something. And if you're not careful, you'll miss it. Here it is. He said, oh, Jerusalem. He's talking to the Pharisees. Oh, and by the way, if you've ever been to the Holy Land, I've been a lot of times. When you're on the Mount of Olives looking over at Jerusalem, the Golden Dome, that's a dome of the rock. That's really a picture of Islam over there. But when you're looking across, it's graves all the way. (laughs) It's graves, baby. From the Mount of Olives, there's graves. And they go back hundreds, hey, thousands of years. Okay? And, uh. So the back of Jesus' back was all these graves when he was talking to the Pharisees. And people would get buried on the Mount of Olives because they thought they're closest to Jerusalem, they're closest to God. Christians get buried there. A lot of Christians got buried there because we believe that's, that's where Jesus ascended to heaven and we believe that's where he'll return again. But that's sort of stupid, to be honest with you. Where you get buried, y'all know that, right? Okay. You get married over there, or you're not closer to the Lord. But anyway, just imagine he's fixing to say this to the Pharisees that just threatened him. 
behind his back all these graves. Oh, Jerusalem, Jerusalem, which kills the prophets. See, a lot of graves, a lot of dead prophets behind them that, that religion had murdered. And you stone them that are sent to you. But then he says this. This is what grabbed me. This is what grabbed me. How often he's talking to people, religious leaders, who aren't believing in God anymore. They're not serving the Lord anymore. They're hypocrites. They're full of bull. And he says, oh, how often I would have gathered my children together as a hen does her brood or her kids under his wings. Say those last words with me. And and guys, that's where the rubber's going to hit the road right there. God loves you. He gave His Son for you. There's only one way to heaven. That's Jesus Christ. Period. What? That's it. Y'all hear me? Yes or no? What does that make every other way? A dead end. Okay? So you need to put your faith in Him today. But also, you need to realize this. There He is. God wants you, no matter what you're going through in your life, He wants you to stay there and to know that I'm here for you and I've got you. I've got you. Some of you are hurting. I see your faces today. He has you. You hear me or not? Say, under His wings. What a powerful picture that is. And there's nothing more powerful than that, that hen right there. Just think about what He said. He didn't say rooster, did He? Okay? How a mother cares for her children is a picture of how God cares for me. Mario, I'm going to ask you a question, son. You're here in church. Did you watch the message last week? Yes. That's all right. You're not in trouble. Listen, i got a question for you. I remember how you were raised, right? Was I there? Would you say your mother was the closest thing to God you ever saw? Is that because she's sitting beside you you mean it? Did she take care of you when you couldn't? That's why Jesus gave us that picture of that hen. You hear me? And even today, people will use that as a slur against women. She's just an old hen. Old mother hen to them children. That's a good mother, by the way. Yes or no, amen. Y'all believe that or not? Come on! Absolutely. A mother that will knock you out for her kids, that's a good mama. Amen. Come on. And Jesus said, that's me, guys. That's me. Nobody will love you like me. Isn't that what a mama says, yes or no? When people get in trouble, they run home to who? I ain't heard many people say, I'm running home to daddy. It might happen once in a blue moon, but we run home to who? Yeah, and that's not a bad thing. That's, that's a great picture. Now you know where it comes from, don't you? Yes or no, amen. It's a good thing. Under his wings. So now let's build the case, and we're moving forward now. When things got tough in my life, that's my mama right there. It's the last time I saw my mother alive before she was murdered. 
That was at my brother Terry's wedding. She made that dress with her own hands. I like that picture. It's not the clearest picture I have, but it's the one I like the best. When I would struggle, I got saved when I was about 16, 17 years old. And then I went off to college. And then I got married. I came chasing a girl to a town called Inglewood, Florida. And I got married. But early on in my marriage, there was trouble. And it was trouble I couldn't fix. It was trouble from over here. Guess who I called? Mama. And through that marriage, 28 years, there were other times of trouble. But I became a young pastor, and that brought more what? Trouble. Problems. And I would call Mama. I don't know. Maybe I should have went and saw a counselor. But my mama was the best counselor. My mother was the kind of mother that would tell you the truth whether you liked it or not. You hear me or not? And almost every time without fail when I would call mama, not doing it all the time, I didn't do it all the time, but I can remember several big things, and mama would say this to me. Say it with me in the yellow. Romans 8.28 is still in the Bible. Mama was trying to tell me, even though you're hurting, even though things ain't right, He still got you, son. But you've got to believe this. You hear me? We're talking about being under his wings. And we're just getting started with the series. So I want to look at that verse. Say it with me. And we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are the called according to his purpose. How many, and you're not better than somebody, but how many would say, I know that verse? Let me say something. I know that verse. I know that verse. There we go. That's okay. That's good. Other than John 3.16, For God so loved the world, He gave His only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in Him should not perish, but have everlasting life. If I had two, it'd be John 3.16, it'd be Romans 8.28. That's me talking. <laughs> I'm saved because He loved me, gave His Son for me, amen? And I believe in Him. But I got a life I got to live down here. And I've had a verse that I chose as my life first, and that is my life first. We know all things work together for good to them that love God. To them are the called according to His purpose. If there was one verse I was going to share with you to help you stay under the wings of God, it would be that verse right there. Now you might say, Clark, I'm confused. I'm glad you're confused. That's why I'm here. Come on. Let's learn that verse. Let's just break it down. Because nothing's more important to a Christian's peace of mind than absolutely knowing the following. Nothing's more important. 
then to stay under those wings, that's, that's most important down here in this Christian life. Not living your life. Not, I mean, stuff's going to happen. But He loves you. He can help you. He's got you. Y'all hear me or not? Y'all with me? I feel it. I like it. Come on. So you need to know this, that all things of every description that touches my life, they are overruled by God for my good. Say that with me. All things of every description that touches my life are overruled by God for my good. One more time. All things of every description that touches my life, they're overruled by God for my... Because last time I checked, I'm under His wings. Do you see that verse? I can see Romans 8.28 right there. And all the trouble and struggles I'm going through. But look at Him. Am I okay? Yes or no? Am I right there okay? I don't think I'm okay. It don't feel okay. But in the big picture, am I okay? Maybe you're here today. You're struggling. Bad. Believe God blesses. Believe God is good. Don't go the blame game. Don't go that path. Don't go the vengeance game. Don't go, I'm going to take my life and get out of here way. Go this way right here. Got it? Yes or no? I'm going to believe God's going to bless me in this mess. How many ever said that before? (laughs) Come on. How many have had to say it times you didn't mean it? God is good. Come on. Romans 8, 28. This is what this verse teaches. All things in the Christian's life and my life might not be good, but God, but God is able to harmonize them together for my ultimate good. Is that a great God or what? People are like, why y'all go to church? Well, I go to church because I want to be saved. That's where I hear mostly about Jesus. Amen. But I go to church because... I want to hear stuff like this. Y'all hear me or not? Man, I, I, thank, thank you, Lord. They praise the Lord. I want to hear some stuff, man. Gosh, if you, I, got, I can't wait to go home and, and hear the news. This is good stuff. This is why we're here, right? Let's just keep digging. Let's break this verse down. We know all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are called according to His purpose. We're going to break it down real quick, then we're going to go to the end. Here we go. And we know. What's that mean? It means we know. Down deep. We ain't talking about it. I heard the pastor say it one time, so it must be true. That ain't knowing squat. This is something you have to believe. And I would call Mama, but Mama already believed it, so Mama would have to tell me. And later one day, the calls didn't come from Mama, but it was a police officer that called, and my mother had been murdered. It's a good thing she had called me, and I'd called her many times before because that was settled in my heart. And I knew that God had Mama. You hear me? You might think I'm crazy. Good. Spell my name right. Guy was walking the beach the other day. He had a fellowship hat on. Somebody walked up to him and said, Are you Mr. Clark? That's funny right there. He said, no, I go there, etc. But he said, I wish I'd have told him 
Yeah, just spell my name right. <laughs> Amen. Come on. So, and we know. It means deep down. It means this is something in your spirit that I just know it. It's inside of me. Nobody can cut it out of me. I have no doubt. I am positive about this one thing. I know. Do y'all feel it or not? When I'm under the control of the Holy Spirit and I reflect mentally, I have no doubt that God can work all things together for good to them that love God, to them who are called according to His purpose. That's the first part. Let's keep going. Deep down inside my gut, I call it, I know that God is what? Yeah, but she left me. Or this happened. Last time I checked, I know down deep God is what? And God's all about what? That's it. God ain't what? Well, why'd bad stuff happen? Because you live on planet Earth. It's the biggest question people have. How can there be a God with all the bad things happening in the planet? Here's why there's bad things happening. Because there's bad people all over the planet. And God sent His only Son to die for those bad people. And until we get to heaven, we have His Spirit to help comfort us and lead us down here on this earth while we live as bad people among bad people. Y'all hear me or not? But God ain't bad at all. You need to get that down. This is how you stay under the wings. Am I losing you today or not? Or are we starting to fly? I feel it. What do I know? Second part of that, all things, all things. Just, it means what it means. All things. I know that all things work together for good. To them that love God, to them that call the glory. All things. You mean that, that can happen? I don't have all day. But I bet you could, I could go over every single bad thing that's ever happened in my life. Me, things I've done included. Or things done to me. And I bet you, if you give me enough time, I could find some good that came out of it. Because God is good and His Word is true. And I don't think it'd be that hard, to be honest with you. All things, period. So we know all things work together for good. That word, the Greek word is synergy. That's sort of a new word the last 15, 20 years. Synergy. What's that word mean? It means that God is actively working all things together for my good on my behalf. That sounds like what Mama wanted to do for us when we were growing up, didn't it? Yes or no? Did Mama want to heal the boo-boos? Okay, did Mama really want to go beat that kid that hurt us? She didn't. Right? Yes or no? Did Mama let other kids get away with stuff but you didn't because she was your Mama, not their Mama? Yes or no? Amen. See how that happens? Did mama have to hurt you sometimes, something you wanted, but she knew it wasn't for your good, and later on you realized it wasn't for your good? That's why he said, as a hen gathers her chicks. See the picture, yes or no? I I think it's pretty clear as a bell to me. So God works things together for good, and he does this for who? To them who love God, to them who are the called according to his purpose. So that's who he does this for. This promise is for who? Say it loud. It's for who? Period. I don't expect an unbeliever to believe that God is working all things together for their good. 
That's ignorant. Why would I believe such a thing? Now, God's a God of mercy and God's a God of grace. And I think he does work a lot of things out for a lot of people. Okay? Even people that don't love him. Because every good and perfect gift comes from above, from the Father of lights, in whom is there no variableness, neither shadow of turning. So every good thing that ever happens to anybody, God should get glory for it. Y'all hear me or not? But this promise is for believers. Do you believe in Jesus Christ? Guys, you're not under His wings unless you put your faith in Him today. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, the Bible says, and you shall be what? Saved. He that has the Son has what? Life. And he that has not the Son of God doesn't have what? Life. Call upon the name of the Lord and you shall be what? Saved. See, that's how you get under the wings. Are we clear on that? So this is for those that love Him, that are called according to His purpose. This is for believers, guys. But it's not just for saved people. What do I mean by that? You can be saved and be outside the wings of God. You can be saved and go through something and not believe God is good. How many as Christians ever in your life, you were going through something and you morphed over into blame and not believing that God was good? Can I see some hands? It happens to us. It's not right. But if you're going to be under His wings, you must believe that He's blessed, He's going to bless me and that God is good to me. Is that making that pretty clear? Let's keep moving. This verse isn't for the perfect because none of us are. It's for the truly and sincerely who? Man, this is where the rubber really hits the road right here, baby, doesn't it? Amen? The closest I've ever been in my life to the Lord is when I was going through the most difficult times of my life. And people say, I think, well, that's sad. You should be close to the Lord when everything's good. I'm sorry I'm the way I am. I think I'm more normal than about anybody. Okay? I can get running around a barnyard too. But I tell you what, when the storms are coming, you run for mama, don't you? When those storms are coming, there, there's the Lord for us. Amen? Good picture for us today. I like it. Sounds like I'm doing Sunday school for third graders. <laughs> but I like it. Let's go. For His purpose. See? And we know all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are called according to His purpose. That word purpose means God's plan. God can take the mess that I do or others do to me or the government does to me or the world system does to me, etc. And God can take this as I believe He's going to bless me, as I believe He's good. He can take that and work it for His purpose. And now that's crazy, isn't it? How many ever said, I cannot believe God worked that out? Anybody want to lift a hand? I just can't believe it. I cannot believe He worked that out in my life. It's crazy. That's kind of God you've got. Yes or no, amen? Now, you can't buy it. You can't give money to the preacher for it or your favorite TV preacher. How do you get this? It's called, without faith, it's impossible to please God. For we must believe He is, and He's a rewarder of those that diligently seek Him. You seek Him in your mess, and you will find Him. You'd be better off to do it early, though. <laughs> do it early! Do it early, man! And you will find that this verse is true. God's goal is glory. God's goal is glory. What do I mean by that? His goal is glory 
Because He wants to conform you and me to the image of His Son. As you and I can go through life and face struggles and trials, etc., and we can know that God's going to work these things out for His glory and my good and all that good stuff, I'm going to believe He's going to bless me. Listen, as I change, as I become stronger in my faith, it's bringing glory to God. What you going to get him a tie? You know what God wants out of you? He wants to see you changed. He could care less about your hair length. Ladies, whether you wear a dress or slacks or shorts. You know what He wants out of you? He wants you to be conformed to the image of His Son. And His Son loves Him. His Son believes in Him. That's what God wants for you and for me. Amen? And where do you get that? Under His wings. Y'all hear me? Making any sense today? I think we're about on the same page, you and me, right now. Let's keep moving. Fast finish. Ready? For whom He did foreknow, this is the next verse, He predestinated us to be what? Conformed to the image of His what? Son, that He might be the firstborn among many brethren. So God is doing this for us. This is God's goal for our life. But you must believe this. You must believe that God blesses. You must believe this is the journey you're on. Yeah, but this happened to me. I know it happened. It's what it is. Didn't change my journey none. It's not a detour. It's hard. You're going to grow through it. If you are under His wings and you have this kind of faith. Y'all with me? I don't look at y'all much. Y'all still okay over here? You don't feel slighted, do you? Let's build the case on this verse real fast. We're going to finish with building the case. Let's build the case that God is doing this. How do you know, Clark? It's just one verse in the Bible. How do you know God is working all things together for my good? How do you know God loves me when it doesn't feel like He loves me? Why do you let this crap happen to me? I know you don't like me saying the word crap, but a lot of stuff is crap. It is what it is. If you knew me before, you'd realize he really speaks a lot better than he used to. All right, so here we go. Y'all ready? Let's make the case. Y'all ready? He didn't stop with 828 or 29. So I'm going to work all things together for those who love God. You need to know this. And this is the reason, really, for your existence. I have saved you, and I want you conformed to the image of my Son. And you're different, and you get to be you, and I get to be me, and we have different worlds and different families and different people in contact with. We have different passions. But I tell you, it's a crazy world. But God is God, and He can take every one of us and work it out for our good and His glory. That's a powerful God. So, he keeps giving us more verses. Between start and finish in the Christian life, there's three steps. We're not going, we, could preach, we could write a book on this, okay? But we're not going to. Whom God predestinated, he called. And then he also did what to us? Justified us. And then also he has what? Glorified. So those are three words. Let's break them down real fast on the way home here. Here we go. Step one in this process. God called us. 
He summoned every one of you. He summoned every one of you to be saved. He's not willing that anyone perish. He's called you. Will you answer the call today? Will you put your faith in Jesus Christ? Will you say no to your good works, no to I go to church, and no I do this, and no I give that? Will you just hush, hit the ground, and say, Save me, Lord, a sinner. I put my faith in you, Jesus. You did it all. I did nothing. Would you come to him today? Yes or no? That's the call. That's step one. He's called you. Step two in this process. When we put our faith in Christ, we are declared what? We've been declared righteous, guys. We are not guilty because of your good works and my good works or because of Jesus. This is getting better all the time here. So he called me. He doesn't hate me. He loves me. He's called me. I responded, I believe. Have you? Then, when I answer that call to be saved, to put my faith in Christ, I am declared righteous. Who gets to do that? Jesus does. The Bible says he's my advocate. He's my lawyer. Oh, and by the way, all authority has been given to him, so he's the judge. Anytime the lawyer is the judge also, you're in good shape. We've been declared righteous in this process. This is how this all things work together for good works. You understand? <laughs> it's a good deal right here. What do you do to get it? Believe. Step three, glorified. That was that word. He's conforming us to the image of His Son, Jesus Christ. There's three steps. Called you. You've been declared righteous. And guess what step we're on now if you're a child of God? You're in that conforming stage, aren't you? Yes or no? Did your mom ever have to whoop your tail? Let me see some hands. Did mom ever help conform you? Yes or no? How many ever heard this way? It's my way or the highway. And mama talked like that. Yes or no? You see what I'm saying? This is of the Lord. He's conforming us down here to the image of His Son. And then God finishes His Word with this. Just in case we're still wondering. All things work together for good. For them who love God, then we call it His purpose. He's predestinated me to be conformed to the image of His Son. He's called me. He's justified me. He is conforming me. But, 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 but. Can you help me a little more? Know this is true. And God goes, okay. God wants you to ask yourself these six questions when you're going through problems in life. When you're thinking about getting outside the wings because something bad's happened to you. You ready? Here they are. Know that God is good. Now, Roger, I don't have time. You know I'm running out of time. You're one of the slowest people on the planet. You've taken two weeks with this sermon. Hey, be quiet. Be quiet back there. It's a bad man. Well, if you hadn't come and messed up my message by telling me how much you loved your mother. Come on, here we go. Six questions. If you're here the first time today, it might be your last time, mightn't it? I don't like him. Go ahead. Here we go. Here we go. Pastor, all things work together for good. You tell me that's in the Word. It is in the Word. 
and you tell me, I got to believe this, you do have to believe this. You got to. You got to believe God's good. Bad stuff's coming your way. If you're not already there, it might be some behind you. There's more coming. There's more coming. How can I stay under his wings? How can I know? How can I know? Help me know. Well, I got some questions you can ask yourself. Right from the Bible. How about this one? What should you say to these things? Don't you, don't you think about what we said already? What should you say to these things I've already said? All things work together for good. I mean, you've got to go, wow. Thank you, Lord. So you just look. You look at what we've studied so far, and you ought to say, hallelujah, praise the Lord. I mean, that God would take mess in my life and work it out for my good because He loves me, because He has summoned me to be saved, and He's justified me, and, and He's conforming me to the image of His Son. Listen, how can I, how can I not go, wow, that's crazy that you do this for me. Is that, is that good answer, number one? Here's another question. Number two. Say that one with me. If God be for us, who can be? Ask yourself that question. When you're in that situation, when you're thinking about getting out from under there, how can you let this happen to me? You're blaming God. You're starting to go over here, man. I can't believe this is going on in my life. I want to end it all. If God be for me, who can be against me? That'll bring you back under them wings, won't it? Yes or no? Amen. Yes or no? Woo! I like this. Satan and his demons are against us, but they cannot prevail. You've got to believe that. Quit saying, yeah, but you don't understand. You've got to say, God is good. God, I believe in Him. He's going to bless my life. How do you do that? You put on the whole armor of God. Find that in chapter 6 of Ephesians. There's other things you can do, but these six questions, right now, keep going. No one or no thing can successfully be against me because if God's for me, who can be against me? That's question number two. Yes or no? Have I lost in this? Is it too long? Come on. Number three. He despaired not his only son, but delivered him up for all of us. Say that with me. How shall he not with him also freely give? Give us all things. Yeah, but he can't fix this. No, maybe he can't fix the marriage. Maybe mess has happened and it ain't going to get fixed. But you don't have to be broke the rest of your life. You don't have to be screwed up the rest of your life. Because you have Him, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Is that what the Bible says or does it not? Do you understand what Mama was trying to tell me on the phone? Gary! Last time I checked, son, Romans 8.28 still in the Bible. <laughs> Amen. Sometimes I could not stand her for saying that. <laughs> but Mamas don't give a hoot sometimes, do they? They're going to hammer away. Since God gave His only Son, Jesus, for me, He will not hesitate to give us whatever I need and you need for our ultimate good and sanctification. He gave His Son for me. That's the greatest gift. you telling me He can't give me what I need and help me through this mess I'm going through? He can help me. 
Say that with me. He can, he can help me. Number four, I'm not reading these from another passage. They follow Romans 8.28. That's why I'm reading them to you. Say that with me. Who shall lay anything to the charge of God's elect? Who shall charge me with anything in heaven? Okay? I'm a believer in Christ. It's God that justifies. That's the question you need to ask yourself. Who's going to make any formal accusations or press charges against me in God's court? Why am I concerned so much and it's killing me that I'm focused on the bad that's going on in my life or that's happening right now to me? Because the big picture is I am declared righteous. I am free. I have everlasting life. I can certainly make it through this garbage I'm going through. Amen? We've been declared righteous, not guilty because of Jesus. we said that multiple times. Say it with me. And because of that, God is what? Even when I'm having a bad day, God is what? Because last time I checked, I'm still not guilty in heaven. Amen? Number five, say that one with me. Who is he that condemns me? It's Christ risen. Is it, is it not Christ that died? He rose from the dead? He's right now at the right hand of God the Father? And I'm worried about what somebody else is saying about me? Doesn't that sometimes cause us a problem? Yes or no? We say things about ourselves. We're our own worst enemy sometimes. You ought to say stuff like this. I'm saved. I'm on my way to heaven. I'm an heir of God. I'm a child of the King. Instead of saying how crappy you are, why don't you say some good things? Amen? This is all about how do you do this, man, under the wings in the Romans 8.28. This speaks of future tense, by the way. Who is going to condemn me in the end? As a believer in Jesus, do you think you're going to get condemned in the end? Yes or no? Isn't that nice to wave your, to wag your head like, yeah, no, no, no. How good is that, yes or no? But when you're going through stuff, I was with a guy, I met him, he's a mechanic in the mountains. Name is Randall. Hey, Randall. He watches some. He did a crime. He and I are talking. But he was a saved man. Do saved Christians commit crimes sometimes? Yes. But when I was talking with him, I prayed with him up in the mountains. He don't come here. He's just a guy that was working on my truck. But you know what he did? He humbled himself. He humbled himself, told me he was guilty, asked me to pray for him, because he thought he's going to get some time. I prayed for him. And you know what I did? He, that guy's a believer in Christ. And I prayed for him. But I love the fact that whether he went to jail or prison, rather, or not, he was okay with it. Because he knew the Lord. It hurt him. It hurt him what he did. It hurt him what his consequences are going to be. But he, that's what this verse will do for you. Did I lose you? Is that too complicated? I talked to him the other day. Randall. He said, you won't believe it. You won't believe it.
He said, I got six years probation. He said, I went before the judge, and the judge says, well, God's going to do a miracle today. Am I saying it's always going to work out that way? No. He was ready to go to prison because he knew in the end he wouldn't be condemned. Did I lose you? Last one. Say this with me. Who shall separate me from the love of Christ? I can hear Mama saying, All things work together for good, son. To them who love God. To them who are called according to His purpose. She knew I loved God. She knew I was saved. She knew no matter what happened to me, nothing would ever separate me from the love of God. Isn't that a powerful thing? I know I went long. I always do. Shall tribulation, distress, persecution, famine, nakedness, peril? How about if I'm cut in two with a sword? It's written, for your sake, Lord, we're killed the whole day long. We're as sheep for the slaughter. The early church was slaughtered for Christ. Tribulation, persecution, famine, nakedness, peril, sword, martyrdom. Life is full of pressure. It's full of pressure down here. And this list shows it grows and gets worse and it's hard. And God says, oh, how I want you under my wings. I love you. I'm for you. You hear me? What a great, what a great message. It ends and all these things were more than what? That's the word Nike, N-I-K-E. That's where the shoe company got it from right there. Nay, and all these things were more than conquerors through him that loved us. Say this with me. This is under the wings teaching right here. Say it with me. For I am persuaded that neither death nor life nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Jesus Christ our Lord. Let's thank the Lord we're done. Amen. Woo. I liked it. Woo. Amen. Come on. Let's stand on up, man. That's ending on a high note right there. Come on. Isn't that good stuff? In case you're trying to get out from under his wings, I believe we made a good case today why you should stay put. Amen? If you're outside those wings, I would sprint to get back under them. Amen? If you're not a believer in Christ, guys, why don't you do like Randall did? Why don't you do like Randall did instead of arguing with me today? Why don't you do like Randall did? And humble yourself today. And instead of saying, I'm a Baptist, I'm a Catholic, I did this. How about this? How about say, I'm lost? How about humble yourself today and just own up and say, man, if I died, I don't know, I'd go to heaven. I just don't know. Did you know it's okay? Humility is a good thing? Stubbornness, pride is a bad thing, man. Would you be saved today? Put your faith in Christ today. 
Why don't you nail it? If you're doubtful, I'm not sure. Why don't you just nail it today? Amen? Let's bow our head. Let me lead you in a prayer where you can do that. Now, Jesus was talking to fakes, those Pharisees that day. He said, I want to put you under my wings, but you would not. Jesus sees right through, and he sees the phony in us. So if you're phony today, this prayer ain't going to go nowhere. But if you finally get to the place today and you say, you know what, I am not going to put that key in that ignition. It is not happening. I'm not going to live another day not knowing when I die where I'm going. It ain't happening. Why don't you be so determined right now? And say, say whatever. If you've been involved in false religion, whatever it might be, there's one way. His name is Jesus Christ. Instead of arguing with it, why don't you with humility and gratefulness receive him today? Can I lead you in a prayer? Will we pray like that? Let's pray together. Lord Jesus, I know I'm a sinner. There's no way I can get me from here to heaven. There ain't no way. And I admit that. And Lord, I want you to know, best I know how, I believe in you. Jesus, I believe you're God's only son. I believe you did come to this earth. I believe you died on the cross, and I believe you did that for me. I believe you rose again from the dead. Just like the Bible says. And I believe that's what it takes for me to be saved, for me to put my faith in you, not myself, not grandma's religion or whatever. I'm just not going to do it anymore. I'm not going to do it anymore. I humble myself. I fall down at your feet flat. And I ask you, Lord, save me today. Come into my life and live through me. I never, ever, 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 ever want to lay my head on a pillow again and not know where I'm going. And so, Jesus, I firmly place my faith in you. I mean it in my gut. Thank you for loving somebody like me. I really appreciate it. Help me, Lord, to grow. Help me to grow in my faith. We pray in Jesus' name. With heads bowed, how many would say, Pastor Gary, that was clear as a bell to me today, and I, I nailed my, my faith in Christ today. Can I see your hand? I did that. Can I see your hand just up and down? Not to, not to pick on you. I'm just trying to, to be a blessing and encourage you. That's great. That's great. I'm so, I'm so happy and proud of you. You hear me? And that's what I told Randall. Different story, different situation. But I was proud of him the way I saw humility work that day. Amen? And I'm seeing it work here in your life today. Lord, bless us, we pray. Lord, help us never forget what we learned today. When we go through problems in our life, I pray, Lord, you'll just remind us. Romans 8, 28 is still in the Bible. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's thank the Lord for a good day at church. Come on, one more time. Good day at church. Woo! Amen.